welcome to Getting to the Truth in This Art. I am your host, Rob Lee, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with artist, producer, queer artist, you know all the superlatives, my man Xavier Gibson. How goes it? How's it going? How you doing? You see, I threw almost all that energy in there in the beginning. I like, I just bring yeah. it. I just bring it. I flip a table sometimes. Yeah, you took, <laughs> you, you took over, honestly. You That's what I did. So, yeah, I want to thank you for coming on. I'm glad we were able to um, organize this and um, get this sorted out because, you know, for for us to be in the same area more often than not over the last week, <laughs> last few yeah. weeks, it's like, huh, I should just pull up the microphone and just interview <laughs> like interview Xavier right it's now. A, it's, a inter- it's, an interesting, uh, it's an interesting perspective that we've had on a scene of each other in the past like weeks of holidays and just being around honestly. yeah like some 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 political debates and such sitting down in uh in uh, relatives uh, basements and talking about things so i want to get into some questions about your your art and what you're working on right now so if you want we can just go right into it so okay, yeah tell us a little bit about um for the show tell us a little bit about your work well yeah i'm a singer uh don't rap anymore, but I guess I'll classify myself as a rapper. I got that skill under my my belt, but mainly sing, produce, um, write for videos, direct, and you know, songwrite. Um, just make a lot of music. You know, I just sit all day at a desk and just make everything that comes to my head. And uh, uh, would you like me to classify my genre? Or would you oh, like feel me? feel free hit the genre. Okay. I mean, yeah, I know how bad you want me to break it down. I mean, cause I, yeah. I read something in the Spotify and I was like, that's a fire tagline. It was like something making like sad songs for the queer homies or something to that effect. Yeah. And I was like, I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause that's, that's genuinely how I write because like, I mean, if you want to talk about genres, I guess, you know, it's just more of a experimental R and B mixed with like, I guess people would, put indie pop in it but i had like a, a lot of variations of pop like like 2000s pop and shit like that yeah but just those two but i mean at the baseline of it when i'm sitting down i mean i'm just really writing for all like my queer and like non-binary homies there's just like all the shit they're really going through and yeah. like and i mean and i feel like i don't when i'm writing i don't try to put like a agenda i try to make it as transparent so everybody can truly connect to it so yeah i dig it so in so recently you had a you had a release that that came out like recently tell us about that a little bit oh uh, yeah front lawn yeah that was just the, uh one of the first singles off my project that i've been making and um great song amazing song like i made it with uh brent from school yeah. he's an uh he's another artist from baltimore that um, was in a collective called uh, Ricky Bad Sounds. Okay. Um, really great, really dope collective. And yeah, his production is crazy. Really long time, homie. Like, fuck, that shit just slapped so hard. And like, we've just been holding that shit in the vault. And I wanted to like, really like make a video and like make a visuals, make, make a whole thing around it. Because I feel like with this project that I'm making, that was like one of the like, headline banners for the project of how it's really going to sound mm-hmm. and um just the sonics of it man it was it's just crazy 
I mean, I, I came across, I think it was either sent to me or I think maybe it's a, it's a gentleman behind you. I know this is full like audio. I think you have a gentleman behind you wearing odd colors right now. Um, he said, he, he sent it over and I was like, okay, this looks fire. So let me, you know, delve into it. Cause you get stuff all the time, but definitely when it's someone that, you know, either directly or indirectly, you want to give it a little bit more of a, you, you can either go one or two ways. You can either go wild critical, like, this might be buns, or you can just go like, I need to delve into this out of respect to this person. And that's the way I approached it. And I was like, okay, I like this and it slaps. And I, you know, much congratulations for you to get that out there. And it sounds like it's something that's very important to you too. No, yeah, no, it was honestly an important record that I wrote for my, um, for just like my music discography, because it was maybe some people ask like honestly like what's the actual like idea around it but it was just super simple of just being 17 just lost in Glen Burnie and dating somebody with like a dope front lawn that we always hung out at but we always hung out at their house and like that lawn and that house was super significant for me and like my travels and just growing up in life and it was just a really really important like record and it it felt like a transition in my career or just like mental mental transition and on how i write songs and how i'm getting better and how like it was not like this like two years ago three years ago when i first started like really making music and like so it was a really dope record. I felt I felt amazing about it. That's great. So and, and that's what you're supposed to feel as you're moving. You want to feel you want to take pride in what you're doing. Like when anybody asks me anything, you know, you, have, you might put something together and it might not be exactly what you wanted. Mm-hmm. I still come with extreme Aquarian confidence. And I'm saying it specifically for Kyle back there. Extreme <laughs> Aquarian confidence when someone's like, yo, so how do you feel about this? What's your, what's your best episode? It's like my most recent one, you know? And it's like, you want to take pride in what you're doing. You want to take it. You want to make sure it's that, that thing. And it's indicative of where you feel you're at as an artist and as a creative. Um, yeah. How do you feel about maybe your, what, some of your earliest stuff, like maybe your first like record or your first piece of production or the first time you say, you know what, I want to delve into this creative space. How do you feel? When did you start? And how do you feel you've grown creatively there? Do you feel like you found more of a voice in the last few years? Or do you feel like I am more confident in putting my voice out there now? Well, when I first started back in 2016, yeah. it was really, I wouldn't say it's out of the room. And I kind of th- think about it like this. I was like, I've, been super obsessive about things that I really enjoyed and and it was kind of music was kind of like this subconscious thing my dad my mom was just collecting a lot of records and stuff like that and it was like we listen to music all the time whenever I listen to music it would transcend me it would just change me into like a different person I felt like the most confident I've ever felt whenever music was on mm-hmm. so like but i didn't really think like okay i was gonna make music right when i was like 12 or 13 14 15 but then like you know i don't know like when when i hit like 16 and like i started really 
getting a computer and then like I got like grandma gave me some shit for some Christmas. I got me I got me off that Amazon, you feel me? Got me a little mic, little stand. And you know, we just pirated FL Studio. Cause my brother was on the earliest shit when like Soldier Boy was on that shit. I was like, all right, FL Studio, so I guess it's the way. And then yeah, and then when I started, it was like I don't want to call myself ass because when we all started doing something, it was not as good. You know, it was not the best potential, but we started and we started with an idea and we kept chipping away and we kept training. You feel me? Like not every person that played basketball was dunking. You feel me? You really had to train. You really had to do layups. You really had to, you really had to work. So when I first started, I was just trying to, do every idea that came to my head and practice and just keep practicing. And I feel like over time through so many transitions and through so many name changes and different ways to approach music, I feel like finally in the past, like two years, I finally found my voice. I finally found who I was. I finally found something that can click personally, you know, because for like the past, like, oh God, how long has it been since 2016? I think like five years. I don't know. Yeah. Since like five years ago, I wanted to be somebody that high that I truly did not want to be, but I wanted to be that person because I saw everybody else being that person. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, I guess, sort of fit in, but just be in that circle because I knew like, Oh, I knew I was talented. So I was like, let me just be that type of person and show Mm -hmm. you my talent. Like that's like, I could be like that, you know, cause I was rapping before I started really singing. Yeah. Truly taking singing genuine. And I love singing. So I, I want to ask the question you touched on like music and kind of being this, this tool that kind of allowed you to kind of transform or what have you. What, what was, what was some of that? Cause I, I, I kind of got a vibe that you have some interesting music taste. We had some overlap. I saw some posts out there. So what, what, what are, what are some of the, the acts that you're like, all right, this is something I need to put on. This is what gives me in a vibe that I just want to just, just, just vibe out or what have you. What are you listening to that outside of your own stuff, obviously, but what are you listening to that you're like, yeah, this is good. And what were you listening to younger? Let me start younger. Cause I feel yeah. like we can just build up there. I mean, younger, it was immediate Kanye. You feel me? It was so much Kanye in the house. It was so. We're much the same rock. universe. We're the same universe. It, it was so much Rockefeller. It was so much G Unit. You know, it was it was that type. Of, my my father was that type of shit. You feel me? Yeah. He was like on those type of collectors. You feel me? We had a little bit of Wu Tang in there, but it was just so much Jay Z, so much Beanie, so much motherfucking uh, Kanye. It was it was just a plethora. And then my mom came in with so much army and so much soul like jill scott like oh my god mary j Blige, yeah like fantasia and fuck american idol for dubbing her in the, top, in the, 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 the bottom three the bottom three with, with uh with i think it was uh either jennifer hudson or jasmine sullivan either one was fucked up <laughs> to me i'm sorry can we cut something no, you're good you're good you're good yeah, yeah either one was really trash 
And, you know, that's that's what I genuinely grew up on. And then we had, like, a sprinkle of Limp Biscuit. Okay. And we had a sprinkle of corn. And then, and then we had a sprinkle of Lincoln Park. And my my father really loved Lincoln Park so much. And, um, but when I started growing up and when I started, like, discovering the internet. Um, the group, the internet? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like really discovering the internet. I mean, it was kind of crazy back in the 2000s. It was like, it was dollar, low key. I mean, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, when when you got to that point and shit, I guess the people that I'm really banging right now is like the 1975. Okay. Or, if we, or if we like, I don't know, I really bang a lot of sad shit. <laughs> so it, it, would either be, it would either, people call it sad, which is kind of crazy to me. But I, I view them as hype songs. I view them as like upbeat songs. To, I don't know why. I don't know why. I really like them. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it would have to be 1975, yeah. Love uh, Yves Tumor. Hopefully I'm saying their name right. I know you're talking about. Um, Blood Orange. Of course. Of course. Like, Dev Hines is a genius beyond anybody's time. Like, yeah. he will take you to another decade that quick and it's kind of crazy so and big thief mm. uh, uh frankie cosmos shouts out to frank cosmos so much oh my god they're so good you gotta really like this and then um you like that? sprinkle like sade and just like you know call it the day that's who i usually like really go to and then like it could just flip into like really like hard rock like joyce manor yeah and like knuckle puck you're, so it, it's a funny. title fight it's it's funny like I, I think we're we're kindred in in that sense of having like a pretty broad like a broad array of like what we might be listening to like if i go to my spotify and i just have it on what did i like recently uh, my girlfriend was like what is this fucking vampire music you're listening to i was like look it's sad and i enjoy it can i have fun please or hey, i've been bumping, like, i've been bumping that that freaking um that my most recent like weekend album and i was like yes yeah, some sad aquarius shit right here i'm here for it this is this is great this is this is wonderful and then that was a you know, dope album absolutely and then yeah. like as i've become an old old dude or what have you i'm like hitting up like some jazz stuff and these long extended like really powerful instrumentation and appreciating that for what it is so i think like having a broad like interest in music do you think that that maybe has informed the way that you look at just art as a whole because you know you talked about the visuals for front lawn or what have you and that seemed to be very deliberate so do you think like just having a broad array of what you may look at may influence you in other aspects outside of musical? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're one of the driving forefronts for my inspiration and like having a broad palette of music and having that much ideas getting put in your head from those like artists I mean, it's definitely inspiring. And it's like, you know, we all are inspired. I mean, we all take from people. Like, we all, not every idea is original. Like, that can just be, like, the most literal point, you know? Yeah. And, like, all these artists that I listen to, all these, like, artists that I get into, they super inspire me and make me think different. And they give me a different idea. Yeah. And, you know... 
and I might not take exactly what they did as inspiration. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like verbatim. Yeah. But like, I get like the idea, like, oh, somebody's saying that I live like that. Oh, okay. Somebody did that run like that. Maybe if I flipped it like this and like had added like a, like a lower tone to it, that should be quick. You know, yeah. it just, it just domino into something else just from listening to their song. So like having like a big array of artists listening to is like not only a big pro in listening to like when making music, mm-hmm. but it's just enjoyable. It makes you enjoy. It makes you, it makes you keep loving music. It makes you, it makes you think that like this shit's just going to be endless and endless. And so many artists, and this is going to be different <laughs> sounds forever. And, and we're just laying in a bed full of sounds and it's just, we're on the same like, page. Yeah. And it's going to, it's forever, and it makes me happy and it's forever going to make you happy. We're, we're on the same page. I used to be one of these these guys before it got really stupid um, with like pigeons and planes and all. I would be out there like, what's good? What's popping? What do I want to check out? What do I think is unique? Because I hate um, like when I think when I'm trying to create something, I hate listening to what's current because I think it influences what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I try to like delve into something. It might be something that's mad old my listen to something from the 50s but it's new to me and it's like mm-hmm. oh they use this in this song and it's like what the fuck it? and it's it's just new and it's just to, it kind of what you're getting i think it's just the possibilities are endless you know what you'll find out there and especially if you're working within that creative space it gives you like endless like opportunities and potentially like like this kind of muse thing that's there it's like oh I could try this or I could flip this in this way, or maybe I can try to add this here, or maybe I can put this out in this manner. And it just, it just opens it up. I think. Yeah. So I got two more questions and I like to give in this show an opportunity to shamelessly plug yet again, because we get shameful here. We shamelessly plug things. Uh, so has there, has there been, has there been an instance where, you you had rejection in your creative process and how you kind of got past that all the time all the time and that's just life that is just living that is just like what happens when you get born you get a lot of things you get a lot of doors closed in your face but you gotta understand there's doors in life like there's many more doors you can go to and all of them are not going to shut in your face. Mm-hmm. So just to think about that. And I don't want to put it in a corny term. It's like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Corny but, <laughs> but if you think of it like this, it's your tunnel and whatever light that you see, mm-hmm. like whatever, 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 whatever light that you see, which is the light is equal to like what you want to accomplish is how far it is you from in your own. It's like the distance. And it's like, if your light is like influencer status, yeah. like going crazy, like breaking shit, yeah. you know, that's your light. That's your light at the end of the tunnel. It's knowing that the light is there too. Yeah. But it's just knowing that the light is there. That's just still driving. And you're going to get rejected and you're going to be in that tunnel for a long time. You know? I mean, I like to pick the lock for the door when it closes, though. 
You know, I mean, flop it's always like finesse. <laughs> you can always finesse. I mean, not every not every doorknob is the same in the world. You know, not every doorknob. I like this. I like that philosophy. <laughs> so, I mean, you finesse, but some doorknobs are super hard to open, and some doorknobs you need like ancient keys for gatekeeper keys. Get the wild skeleton key. Yeah, some shit and some shit off Skyrim. You gotta get the key. <laughs> I <laughs> mean. And I like, and I like, I like to think like what I'm trying to do with this particular podcast is a way of kind of just helping. Like it's a few times I've had people on. It's like, yeah, I never even looked at myself as an artist. It's like doing this interview. It's like, I am a fucking artist. And I was like, yeah. Are you doing things awfully? Do you, does these things matter to you? Are you having a good time? Are you creating? Is this something you you're continually doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, Are you I'm making an idea. Like, right. It's like, I'm a fucking nobody, but it's just like, yo, let me, you know, help you see yourself. And podcasting is an art too, and talking to people is an art. Like anything can be classified as an art. Like, and a lot of times people miss that shit. You're right. You're absolutely right. All right. Yeah. So in in this last question, because you know, I would be remiss if I don't connect it to Baltimore in any way. Because I always got to connect it to Baltimore because that's the reason we're, we're, that I'm doing this. You know, it's a lot of talent, such as yourself, such as different people I've had on here that yeah. don't get the the notice because of baltimore they get noticed because of their talent but they did they get that stamp because it's like oh you're from baltimore uh. yeah. and it's just like yo we got so many cool people here what are you talking about yo the artist in baltimore is fucking you don't Isn't i it? swear i swear to god not even okay i love baltimore okay i love baltimore but i just want to say for maryland like i just want everybody to put a low key let's, let's just all level real quick for fucking maryland the artists in Maryland are fucking phenomenal. Niggas need to stop. Like, niggas need to just stop. <laughs> like, and just really take notice just for one just quick second and just do their research just real quick. Yeah. But no, I should I what you're saying. So the, the question that I, I like to put out there, what have you, this guy. <laughs> I just see it a visual. So the, the question I like to put out there and – Usually I had like the wild question early on. I would put people in these tough spots like, yo, where you get your crab cakes from? And it's, I found out it's offensive. People's feelings have been hurt. So the question I'm going to hit you with is we don't have COVID, right? COVID is gone. Let's just say in this scenario. Okay. And you have somebody visiting from out of town. Where are three places they got to go that you're like, this is the Baltimore experience. These are three places you got to check. No where, more COVID. No more COVID. Things are good. We don't have to. We're maskless. Right, to I, can we make up just a whole scenario? Can we just make Spin up a it? whole Spin it's, it. it's a crazy weekend. It's the, it's the perfect weekend for, for them yeah. to come down. Yeah. All right. If you go on the Baltimore, I feel like personally me, because I've been here for let me just clarify. Let me just clarify. Because before this I was homeless, the Motel Six, like on Richie Highway. And I moved to Baltimore here with my mother. And um I think I've been here for about two years, maybe two or three years. And I've been trying to gather all the experience of Baltimore, but okay. So in two, three years, no COVID. So perfect weekend. I feel like if somebody throwing a show at the crown, maybe Tromac, maybe, maybe chaotic culture. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. You know, maybe throwing some crazy house shit. Um, if K throwing um, his shit, 
We going to the crown. I'm not even gonna hold you. We going to the crown. We going. We going. We going to be. We going to be turned up. I'm not even gonna hold you. First, we gonna get the wings. We gonna. We gonna get the K wings. That's that's. The, or if you're trying to save some money, maybe because I know the K wings be expensive. We gonna. We gonna get the K fries. We gonna, and all the homies gonna eat it too. I just want you to know that all the homies gonna funny. eat it. And then and then the homies gonna pay you back with a natty bow. Wow. Because that's, you know, that's the real Baltimore. So we got to drink Natty Bows. That's the transaction. Me? That's the transaction. So. I feel like then, I saw a Natty Bow in there somewhere. Was that, uh, what is that y'all drinking, by the way? I mean, yes, yeah, Natty Bows. Okay, I mean, just making sure. Just make, you got to be yeah. on brand. No sponsorships. Go on. Definitely. I mean, if Natty Bow wants to sponsor, of course, I, you know, I love Natty Bow so much. That's the first beer I can really enjoy. Cut the check. Cut Baltimore. the check. <laughs> second. I mean, the second place. You feel me? If. If niggas want to eat, though, I feel like I feel like Mount Vernon Marketplace, really good place to go to eat. I'm looking over your shoulder again, by the way. Mount Vernon Marketplace. Ah. I mean, if we if we think of scenario, because you know you're taking your friend out, we don't want to party all week. I mean, because you know Baltimore really got some great scenery. You feel yeah. me? So so we gonna have to jump into the east. I feel like Mount Vernon Marketplace, really nice variety. I really like it. There's a really nice setup there. You got so much. You can get some like seafood. You can get some burgers. You can get some ramen. You can get fish. You can you can get dumplings. You, you can know. definitely get dumplings. Yeah, you can definitely get dumplings there. <laughs> um, it's just it's and in Mount Vernon and then Mount Vernon is not not a bad place. You feel me? I think I think the Washington Monument is there. Or some shit up. There. Yes, it's in that area. Yeah. So you know, and I mean, in our galleries over there too. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the Walter. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a really great place to go. Um, but then the third place, I would feel like, because <clears throat> I've seen um, Abdul Abdul Ali, which is another great Baltimore artist, another great uh, artist that supports the LGBT community. Yeah, um, they are dope as fuck. <laughs> They're super dope. I saw them. I didn't see it, but I saw it on Instagram that they were performing at the Baltimore Arts uh, Museum mm-hmm. um, down in Charles Village. Yeah. So I feel like on like the last day they're there, we go there. Baltimore Arts Museum is amazing. I love I love it there. Honestly, I get super inspired there. It's great. And then, um, fuck, where else should I go? I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're feeling really risky, right, and if we're the white folk and really just be yourself as black folk, we're gonna hit Fade Sun. Fade Sun. Oh, I forgot about that. Last day. Okay, everybody. Last day. Fade of Sonin. It's like sort of near North Ave, near the Crown, but Fade Sonin, wine bar outside. My man's, my man's fucking. Bad child. I don't know. I, I don't want to pronounce his name. But Mark. Yeah. Love you, Mark. Um, if, if he ever hears this. <laughs> you know, because I know he'd be a busy guy. He'd be in the studio. But no, Mark and uh Dio throwing throwing the event at Fade Sona. Yeah. And wine bar outside, you know? Some nice wine with the homies. With the homies. And 
we hear some great the music. white folk too. I get, yeah, and with the white folk around the areas of Charles Village, you know, the Mikey kids too. They all there, you know, you know, the people that's just making art, you know, we just all chilling, vibing, talking. Yeah. You know, me and my man, I just want to introduce my 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 best friend, my bestie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. GYC. First. You know, GYC, you know, me me and him, we just, you know, we bring the Jenga. You feel me? Niggas can come play the Jenga real quick. You know, we pull the blocks off. <laughs> we have a great, great time. We just we just shared we shared a wine together. You feel me? And just vibe out like we, we just some classy niggas just trying to vibe. Yeah, out. that's the most. Sometimes we don't want to turn up real crazy. Sometimes yeah. we really just want to vibe with the homies and just. And that's a three. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You feel me? You yeah, know? you close it close it down hey, with the wine bar. Sometimes they surf. I, okay, all right. I'm gonna tell you the truth. They begin iffy because beforehand you could bring in the food or you can get like. Food ordered there and shit, mm-hmm. but now they've been iffy. But and it's kind of crazy. You can smoke. You can, can smoke, smoke inside. I don't care what yeah. they say. They capping on. You can smoke, smoke there too. I fade a Sony. I don't know why they saying you can't, but you can smoke there. I've seen many, 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 many people smoke cigarettes. Many, man. So but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. You got you to know. You got to know who you know there. Uh, your, your man's Rob Lee. We don't know nobody over there. You you know me though. Oh, damn. Do know you. And I don't listen to that bullshit there. I go in there just like, fuck off. Oh, what? Come on now. You... I was an early adopter. Hit, to ask about me. I'm going to tell you right now, there's an Instagram photo that's going viral on Xavier Page of us smoking in that motherfucker. Exactly. And I don't even want to do it. I don't even want to say I can, I can, I should, I should just tell Tag, tag that shit. Y'all say, tag, tag the link. <laughs> we are literally cigarette butt fucking in that shit, man. Wow. That is a very specific way to rap. So That's... outside of cigarette butt fucking, um, <laughs> um, real quick, um, in the last few minutes here, um, anything that you want to promote in terms of like your social, where can he find you? Where can he check out your tunes? I am sponsored by this booze right here. You can't even see it, but thank you for coming on. Um, but hit us up with anything you got. Um, shamelessly plug your things. Well, I mean, if you shamelessly plug in, well, I mean, you could follow me all social medias, excuse me, had the birth on all social medias. I mean, Xavier, um, underscore, underscore Gibson, but I mean, it usually really works. It's just typing in my full name, Xavier Gibson. And then you see my profile picture. You see, it's me green hair. I mean, like can't really miss it. It's like, it's like too many darts. That's so, great. I mean, yeah, that's like on all social medias and shit like that. I mean, Spotify, Xavier Gibson, all platforms, you know, Xavier Gibson, how you doing? <laughs> you know, you doing? I'm really, I'm, I'm just really here. Um, but you know, Frontline came out. Uh, we did, we did 7.5 um, on YouTube with it, which was my first music video I've ever dropped. You know, in my whole career, so it was a really nice experience. I can't wait to do more. Um, first single off the project. Um, I'm fine. It's just my allergies. That's the project title. That's what we've been uh, working on. <laughs> um, that's great. So that's just really what it is. I mean, we're just really working. We're just uh, getting back to it. Um, I just want to plug that I love everybody and that I'm thankful for everybody and that I can't wait to keep making more music for everybody. And um, yeah, that's all it is. 
we're looking forward to more music. So I'm going to wrap up. Um, thank both of you because my man <laughs> Kyle's in the background, just just hanging out. Just <laughs> my man GYC, GYC all day. Um, I can't wait for him to drop some shit. That's going to be some. Crazy well, it's just going to be coming back, and just it's just going to be a, a switching of the chairs. This is going to be happening, yeah. I think. And you know, it's all going to be under ideas matters, and because your ideas I matter, matters. you know. And just I'm gonna tell y'all that's just look. Just remember that. Remind yourself that. Remember that because Reminds, in a few years when people more than what you think it is. When when people are scattering the internet for this, I mean ideas matter. Ideas matter. Ideas know? matter. So um, so I want to thank you again, Xavier, for coming on. This has been great. This has been a treat. Um, I'm gonna do my sign off and then we're we're out. Um so for Xavier Gibson, for GYC. I am Rob Lee saying ideas matter. Um, and artists matter in and around Baltimore. So you just got to look for them.